Here we go. Long, wide, high, off. That's not what I'm doing here. That's my YouTube channel. There's a plug for you, huh? <laughs> Welcome back, brothers and sisters. This is that Wong Amazing Talk for everyone to remember. That's right. We're not at the Matt Half White Half Wong YouTube channel, which has good content. Check it out. No. Here we are at the Water Podcast. That's right. What happens here? Uh, you know, bro. Conversation flows. Illusions crash. Shout out to the big homie, Bruce Lee. If you don't know the water quote, and if you didn't know, if you didn't know, you learned today, son. That's right. Come with me. We are going down a rabbit hole. No, I went down the rabbit hole. I'm bringing you with me. Again, here's another shout out to at Philosophical Popsicle because today, Thursdays, 1 p.m. so far right now, we're thinking about how to reach a larger audience. If this is the best time, we don't know. But the Half White, Half Wong Philosophical Popsicle Hour, our topic this week was parasites not parasite the movie that blew up in 2019 i think everything's such a blur right <laughs> ever since this uh i feel like we gotta say the virus that shall not be named i don't know if you know when people talk about it on, on social media, they get flagged, they get, they get uh, kicked off, things happen. It's the virus that shall not be named. So if you ever watch like health people talking, they, they won't even say it. They just say the virus that's going on. It's literally Voldemort. That's what's happened. Anyways, parasites. Parasites. Yeah. So first of all, I thought, okay, parasites, yeah, like uh, candida overgrowth, you know, candida, it's a parasitic yeast, and I thought that was like our biggest problem, you know, and if you don't know what candida is, candida is this nasty sugar yeast, well, okay, first of all, no, hold up, it's a nasty parasitic yeast, it's this, these single-celled organisms, they feed off of sugar. They live in your gut. Your gut has more connections to your brain than your spinal cord. Your gut is connected to the brain. It's connected to your diaphragm. Okay, so hold up. The vagus nerve. Let me, let's just talk some physiology first to get this out the way. This is going to go hand in hand with what we were talking about last week too. But the vagus nerve from the word vagabond which means wandering it runs through your facial nerves it runs through your eyes it runs through your uh what is that your voice box it runs through what's that the larynx down the esophagus it goes through your uh, diaphragm into your heart touches your gut and all the organs it's all over the place What's that mean? What? Who cares, right? What's that mean, though? What it means is that the facial expressions we make of grief, anger, happiness, joy, these things run through all of those various organs. They touch it all. And vice versa, the organs, the gut touches our breathing, our facial nerves, the, the way that we make our eyes. Think about it. You know, so think about somebody close to you, right? You know when they're mad, don't you? You could just tell by the tone of their voice, right? It's physiologically happening. That is a phys that that's straight physiology right there. That's just how the body works. 
like we were saying last week on spontaneous healing that's not really how the song went but you know spontaneous healing last week's you know and talking about how stress manifests in the mind in the body they both manifest back and forth to each other these gut feelings that we have manifest in our facial nerves they manifest in the in the expressions we make they express themselves in our tone they speak back and forth to each other so that when you have that scared gut feeling you know we got those butterflies or nervousness you know it reflects itself in your voice in the way your eyes squint or open up laughter is amazing you didn't see the YouTube video laughter is so good for you laughter you know what's crazy so let's let's start going a little further now about the gut aid I've seen numbers from 60% to 90% in doing the various research that I did for the half white half long philosophical popsicle hour I love the way that flows it rolls you know what I mean and it just, it just has like a nice roll to it anyways 60 to 90 percent of our neurotransmitters neurotransmitters the things that we thought you know are just in our brain they're actually created in the gut and what's creating them is actually chemical reactions in the trillions and trillions of gut microbiota little single-celled organisms they have their own little lives going on inside of you not just inside of you take your thumb I want you to take your thumb I want you to put your thumb up in front of you like a thumbs up okay on the tip of your thumb you have more single-celled organisms than the population of the United Kingdom. What that was, I was like that mind blown, you know what I mean? You know that famous, you know what people do. That, that, that wasn't around when I was young, you know? <laughs> I guess people didn't have their minds blown in the 90s. You know, nobody did that, you know? I mean... I guess it's hard to have your mind blown if if you have to wait to read like actual medical journals or like an encyclopedia whereas like today information travels so fast people are like whoa whoa my mind man so serotonin feel good molecule oxytocin you know the hug the cuddle molecule dopamine you know it really gets the people going you know dopamine these things are made in your gut. Isn't that crazy? And then they go back up and they speak into your brain. It's a, that's a, it's, it's, it's a trip. And guess what? You know what? There's a new molecule that I found out researching this stuff. And it's not new. It's crazy to think that maybe we've been a society deprived of this molecule, which is why they're just now finding it. But there's a molecule of bliss. There's a molecule of joy that is called anandamide. Ananda, from I believe it's the I believe it's the Hindi word for happy. Anandamide. Anandamide. Where's my Where's my 420 fans out there? <laughs> Anandamide is part of your endocannabinoid system. Researchers in the 90s, you know, I remember even hearing this, you know, when we were young, you know, you, you hear, we have, so for any drugs, for you, the only reason they work and they, they do anything to us, whether that's caffeine, marijuana, heroin, morphine you know these uh opiates right they only interact with us dmt they only interact with us because we have receptors for them 
but we have receptors for them because we can make our own. So this anandamide is part of the endocannabinoid system and there's receptors everywhere for it in your body. And yes, you can make your own. Actually, what I've heard, and maybe I didn't, I didn't research this, this is what I've heard before, I'm not positive, I may be wrong, but what I've heard is the runner's high. So endorphins happen because they actually are trying to mask pain. So it's not the endorphins that are giving you the runner's high. The runner's high is activating your endocannabinoid system. Take that home with you, huh? Take that home and roll it up in a fatty. No, <laughs> no we could make our own bliss, though. These trillions of and trillions. How often are you going to do that rock joke, bro? I may do it all podcasts. You never listen to some of these podcasts. We run with the joke when we get it. Anyways, so these trillions and trillions of single-celled organisms inside of our gut have the capability to create bliss. They have the capability to create serotonin, feel-good molecules. They have the ability to also disrupt our nervous system and they can lead to depression, anxiety. This is crazy introversion, extroversion, schizophrenia. Yeah, that's what I saw. Schizophrenia. I know you're going to have to stick with me. Stick with me. Stay. Don't leave. Don't. Don't do it. Stay here. (laughs) Yeah, this is a trip. It's deep, bruh. It's real deep. So, Let's go on. So what I thought, starting to research all this stuff, I thought, okay, again, to bring it back to candida now, what is candida? We went over it. It's this pathogenic yeast. What's that mean? Well, all of the gut biome bacteria feed off of their own diets. They like their own foods for fuel. If you are not eating a high fiber diet as it is, let's say you're part of that sad diet, you know it, the standard American diet, you know, leads to diabetes, hypertension, high cholesterol, cardiovascular disease. Yeah, that's just to name a few. Cancers, Alzheimer's. Yeah, man, get off that shit. You don't want to be a part of that. It's really expensive. It's really painful to make your family members go through that. If you're in your 30s right now, if you're in your 40s, if you're in your 50s, you can still reverse it. You can still make changes in your life that will benefit you 10, 20 years from now. In our talk, we lamented over the fact that people in their late 30s, people as they get into their 30s even now in America, in their 40s for sure, everybody accepts these various ailments as just part of getting old. When, one, you're not old. You're not old. These ages aren't old. You haven't, you haven't uh, listened to my, Do you want to live forever? forever young you didn't listen to that podcast check it up again there's a main theme as i think about it now as i'm you know as i'm as i'm zooming out looking in on my world but this connection between the mind and the body very very powerful think about this chew on this 11 million inputs of data Your brain is handling every single second. You're only conscious of 40. There's a lot going on. Those 40 that you're conscious of, make them powerful. Okay? Seriously. All right, so let's bring it back. These various... uh, So, muscle aches, depression, anxiety, 
back aches, skin problems, irritable bowel syndrome, all these various ailments that people think of just getting old, thinning hair, brittle nails, you know, all this stuff is not normal. These are signs that something is going wrong within your body. I'm pleading with you to take your health into your own hands. It's not that hard. It's not that daunting. What's the most daunting is changing your mind from that that, oh, my, my body is just kind of like this car. When I get sick, I'm just going to bring it. You know, when it gets broken down, I'm just giving it to the doctor and he's going to fix it up. Oh, he's going to do some work. Trust me. He or she will do some work on you. That's what they do. Ask questions. Don't just, don't just take what they want to do to you. Unfortunately, as every endeavor is, it's a profit-making endeavor. It's become that. And it's sick management. They're not trying to heal you. They're just trying to work on you. We can do this. We can do that. Listen to them when they talk to you about the surgery they want to give you and what can happen afterwards and how hard it can be to bounce back from that. Ask questions. Question everything. Be self-critical. I know this isn't what this is about, but if we were only more self-reliant and self-critical, not self-critical, but just critical think well self-critical too but critical thinkers critical thinking where have you gone it's not around it's so sad i hope you listening are a critical thinker think for yourself ask questions find out why things happen the way they do try to look in between the lines that's that's what critical thinking is really about too they tell you, so watch, for instance, tonsils, and uh, adenoids, let's just, real quick, all right, just about critical thinking, right? So tonsils, we used to take tonsils out in this country. We still take tonsils out in this country. You can go to one of these major, uh, you know, doctor type, medical establishment type uh, websites what is it, you know, the American, whatever the fuck associations, right? You could look up what they tell you about tonsils. They literally tell you tonsils are uh, needed for what they have is they have these, it's a, they have little crypts. It's a, there's a bunch of little pits in the tonsils and they're your, they're your line of defense for things that you breathe into your mouth. They collect viruses, bacteria, and then they have white blood cells or maybe B cells. Well, white B cells are white blood cells. They have your defense, your immunity, and then they get attacked. They tell you that, that that's what they do. And then they still say, we may take them out because maybe if you've had tonsillitis, if you've had inflamed tonsils for five times in the last year, well, we'll take them out. And, you know, really, they're not that big of part of the immunity. So, you know, yeah, we do that. Does that make sense to you? Tonsillitis means that, just th hold up, think. Breathe through the nose. Think about it. So, it's part of your immune defense, right? Why would they become inflamed? Is it possible because... You are being attacked by so many invaders that they are becoming overran. So now you're telling me that if they become inflamed from overwork and overuse, you just want to take them out and that that's okay because they're just a small part of my immunity. You just told me they're my first line of defense. Do you see what I'm saying here about critical thinking? You could see this on their websites. I think for sure where I was was uh, possibly, you know what, let's hold up, hold up, there it is, rest in power, Nate Dog. Uh, where was I, I was on, uh, 
I think I was on, oh, the Mayo Clinic. I was on the Mayo Clinic site. Go look at the Mayo Clinic site. It says that on their site. You know, and this is one of the large, this, you know who they are. So, the adenoids also. Another, they're in your nose and they trap pathogens and bacteria and viruses too. And they'll take that shit out too. And it's just like, what the fuck? So you're just, you're, you're just, what, why, how? That doesn't make sense. It's like, it would be like saying like you're, uh, you know, well, you know, if your car gets in like five accidents and like, you know, the, 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 the uh, you know, the, sa- you know, the uh, safety restraint system is getting overused from that. Like, you know, let's just take it out or something. I guess maybe it's not like that. Maybe I should have made a better analogy, but you get it. You understand. Maybe you understood that. You get it. You're smart. We're all smart smart knowledge okay so if you have something going on and this is what was great bringing it back now to bring it back bring it back bring it back bringing it back to (laughs) uh my mind beautiful mind uh bringing it back to parasites well first we're going back to candida so in the standard american diet heavily processed right all processed foods and you don't know what a processed food is look at that ingredient look when you look at the ingredient list and it's more than five ingredients or and you know granted you know maybe guacamole you know could be five ingredients depending you know you might have avocados cilantro onion garlic cayenne salt you know what i mean like that's not we're not talking that we're talking your uh We're talking like your Wonder Bread, you know, your wheat bread. We're talking your crackers. We're talking your cookies. We're talking your chips. We're talking your, um, so hard for me to name these processed foods these days. Your candies, you know, all your candies, your, uh, your ice cream. Oh, man, frozen foods. Frozen foods for sure. Look at a frozen pizza. Holy hell. So many things in a frozen pizza. A lot of chemistry, you're going to not understand most of that shit. You're going to be like, "What? I didn't know that was a food ingredient. Do this. Go get a frozen pizza and try to replicate those ingredients at the grocery store. You're at the grocery store. That pizza should be all things you could find at, a, at the grocery store, correct? Actually, wow, this is really, this is smart. That's smart, bro. Critical thinking, yo. <laughs> Seriously, so... Any of these foods, if you can't find all those ingredients at the grocery store, what the fuck are you eating? And now you got to think too, this is the shit that you're going to create your future body with because every single cell in your body is going through regenesis. Regenesis, I think that's a word. Regrowth, how about we use that? You like that better? I like it. Regrowth, every single cell dying, being remade, everything. Do you have the necessary components to rebuild your body? That's what the question is. To be or not to be? No, okay. So candida, sugar. Sugar is the food industry's magic pill. It's there, it's there. This is what they use to keep you coming back. Everything has some type of sugar in it. Everything. Sugar is everywhere. It goes by different names. So don't be surprised if you look at something and you go, oh, that's, this doesn't have sugar in it. Because you're just looking for white sugar, right? Or brown sugar, which is very easy to to notice right but what about barley malt what about blackstrap molasses just because you see a word in front of the sugar doesn't mean it's still not sugar right that's easy right carrot or you know or if you see syrup golden syrup carob syrup maple syrup right what about rice syrup what about sucrose Turbinado, lactose, malt. Just look it up. You don't need it. What, what are you, note? Are you taking notes? Are you taking notes? 
that's so kind and I really appreciate it as does your body because the more you know and I'm hitting you with stuff I mean what am I what what am I just making all this up that'd be crazy I would be a mad genius if I could make up everything I said on all these podcasts could you imagine could you (laughs) oh my god the topics we've gone over that'd be nuts anyways so sugar feeds candida candida wants more sugar what's the problem right sugar competes for the same molecules or the same receptor sites inside of your cells that vitamin c wants to be in that's fucked up because vitamin c has so many roles in the body i had no idea and i'm actually uh starting to watch how vitamin c also plays with the mitochondria how it has effects with your mitochondria so this will be some fun youtube videos uh, maybe a whole podcast actually in the future about this but i want to tell you just a few things vitamin c does aids in the healing of wounds synthesizes collagen this is the most uh, abundant protein in the body it it creates all the uh, connective tissue we know about how it benefits our immune system right vitamin c because it increases the number of white blood cells it decreases uh something called leukotrienes which contribute to the symptoms of allergic reactions decreases the rate of gum disease the rate of stomach cancer, the risk of heart disease, increases fertility. Whoa, that's who wants brown chicken brown wow. That might be important for some people out there. Increases our good cholesterol, increases something that uh, is one of our first line of defenses when we're breathing properly through our nose, a substance called nitric oxide, which attacks viruses lowers blood pressure is a powerful antioxidant reduces bruising there's a lot i'm not going to list off all these things but and you know it's fucked up so think about this i just told you vitamin c and sugar compete for with each other for access inside your cells are you taking a vitamin c supplement is it a sugar pill like a gummy just think about that think about what i just told you and then think about you are trying to use this sugary and you might think to yourself right now maybe maybe you're being critical maybe you're thinking critically and you're going but matt what about an orange an orange has vitamin c and it has sugar ah smart good question However, as long as you eat that whole orange, the way the orange works within your body is, yes, there's sugars, but those sugars are balanced out with the fiber that is inside of that orange. And that goes for every single fruit there is. It's balanced out with the adequate amount of fiber. This is the reason why i never recommend people juice i recommend just a blender you don't want to get rid of all that fiber that fiber is the good stuff i believe this professor is at san francisco uh but think about this he does this experiment where he tells his classroom okay here we go we got 16 oranges these eight we're gonna juice And you get like 12 ounces or 8 ounces, 16 ounces, 8 to 16 ounces of orange juice, okay? Go ahead, drink it. Easy. Some people drink it in a gulp. Okay, cool. So you just took in 8 oranges in juice form. Took you 10, 20, 30 seconds, whatever, a minute. Okay. Eat these 8 oranges. Go for it, bruh. Orange challenge. Eat eat them. Go ahead. Somebody, (laughs) you're not going to eat eight oranges. 
because of the fiber. You take the fiber away, you could have the sugar all day long. Easy. So keep that fiber with it. So let's go back. I know, conversation flows, illusions crash. That's what goes down here. So the sugar overgrowth, this candida sugar overgrowth. What's crazy is if you have candida overgrowth because of you're eating too much sugar, because, uh, you know, you're just eating normal American food, right? Cereal. Oh my God, I forgot about cereal. Fucking cereal, man. Don't be fooled either by all these vitamins they tell you cereal has. Go look those vitamins up. Go look their forms up if you really want to. That shit is not as bioavailable as finding the same vitamins and minerals in real food. Like maybe oats, nuts, some type of dried food, fruit, dried food, dried fruit. All of these can replace any cereal and be much more nutritious for you. Nutritious. Jeez. Sheesh. But you want to know what happens if you have a uh, candida overgrowth? It's crazy. And you're going to think, well, you know, maybe, maybe those are things that are uh, going on with me. So you could have skin, nail, Fungal infections, ringworm, athlete's foot, toenail fungus, feeling tired, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, where you just have pain. You just have all this various pain all over the place. And you know what? I had a client a lot while back, and he had fibromyalgia, and I didn't understand it. I didn't ever even heard of it. And I kept my, I always, I would, you know, whenever I hear something new, I'd keep my ears open. I'd try to look things up, and you know, I heard somebody explaining about fibromyalgia and it made perfect sense because he was saying, you know, fibromyalgia, again, think about when you have something going wrong, don't just normalize it. Oh, I'm getting old because you just normalize it when you do that. And then you don't tackle the behaviors that you're cultivating because fibromyalgia is your body trying to tell you what we're doing we don't like. So we're fucking putting you in pain. That's why the pain can be just anywhere, everywhere. It just fucking floats around. And the answer isn't opiates. The answer is not pain pills, okay? Candida overgrowth. You could, you could develop certain autoimmune diseases. Hashimoto's, rheumatoid arthritis. How many people have rheumatoid arthritis? Again, they just think it's normal, right? You go to your doctor and he just gives you some stupid fucking pill. Ulcerative colitis, lupus, psoriasis, scleroderma, sclero, scleroderma. This one's crazy. Hardening of the skin. Ugh. Multiple sclerosis. Yeah, all these things. Because why, why would that happen? Candida overgrowth damages your gut lining. So now it's allowing toxins, microbes protein undigested food particles to escape into your bloodstream your gut lining is super tiny too it's only a single layer of cells so when this shit gets compromised and now you allow these invaders foreign invaders pathogens into the bloodstream they are fucking wrecking your system they are creating more inflammation inflammation you see my posts oftentimes i'm putting things about anti-inflammatories and all my shit food-based real food vegetables fruits herbs nuts seeds legumes real foods bruh the way our ancestors ate the way we were meant to eat Difficulty concentrating, poor memory, lack of focus, ADD, ADHD. Think about the children's food. Is that the shit they're supposed to be eating? You get them these processed foods. Think about all the sugar that's in that food. They're a lot smaller than you too. 
and you're giving them all this sugar, they have a gut biome too. And you're giving them all this sugar, irritability, mood swings. You might be thinking again, how does this shit happen? I'm, 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 I'm always cutting. I'm gonna get to that. Okay, hold on, hold your horses. Skin issues. We already said this. Eczema, or did I say this? Eczema, psoriasis, hives, rashes, candida can escape the bloodstream and then they colonize in your skin and that's how all this shit happens isn't that fucking gross they live in the layers of your skin and then you you got these fucking itching and then you keep eating think about the sauces that we eat like a lot of these sauces has hella sugar in them if you're eating fast food you know where a lot of your sugar is coming from is in your fucking buns yeah man so any number of these things that we think are normal may actually be because we've normalized the diet we eat. And then another thing, like I was talking about in the previous podcast, all the various stressors that we have in our daily life is also weakening our immunity. Again, stress Today, psycho killer, bum, 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 bum. you know, like, qu'est-ce que c'est, you know, stress today, you get it? It's funny. <laughs> it's like a parody. Get Weird Al on the phone. We got health parodies all day, bruh. Okay, no, but really, stress, it's taking your blood away from the organs. It's pooling it into your hands and your limbs, and it's happening. So many times throughout the day, all these, all these little stressors, all these little things that we're getting mad about, we're getting angry about, we're getting hostile over, we're fearing. Oh, the fear is strong right now too, right? With the virus that cannot be named. So much fear. News already as it was prior to all this shit was something that raised people's blood level, uh, blood levels, raised people's blood pressure, was already a stressor that made people feel more anxious, and now it's just gotten worse. We need to live in power, not fear. We need to take the power back. Mm. Rage Against the Machine, amazing band. I'm disappointed I got into them so late, but hey, better late than never. We need to take the power back in our health. We need to start repopulating our gut with better uh, microbes. We want a diverse little ecosystem living within us. Again, when you think about a trillion Matt Wong cells, yet... Matt Wong is living with 100 trillion uh, bacteria all over me. We need to make sure we got good guys. The bad guys have a place. They're going to be there. They keep the good guys on their toes. Or at least that's what I heard somebody say, and it makes sense. I think, the, uh, I think it's called hormesis, this concept that... Uh, Things that stress the body actually make you stronger. And uh, an easy way to think about this, if you work out, you know, you're doing bicep curls because you want to feel the pump or the pump. <laughs> if you never heard Arnold talk about the pump, oh, it's hilarious. He's so funny. Oh, my God. But you want to talk about the pump. <laughs> He's like the pump. Oh, the pump. He's like, imagine me at the pump. It's like I'm having... No, okay, I'm not going through it. I'm not going... Uh, it's funny. Anyways, what's happening in those bicep curls is you're trying to actually create muscle damage. You're trying to inflict tissue damage on the muscle. And then what happens is it rebuilds stronger. 
one more tangent on that bones so i saw these guys these brothers years ago on this show sports science and they like run through blocks of ice with their heads and their bodies they just smash things they just run into shit and it's like how did how is this humanly possible right and they've been doing shit like this since they were young not the huge blocks of ice that I'm talking about, but they were doing, you know, they would hit each other with, uh, you know, uh, you know, baking sheet or, you know, they'd, you know, run into trees or something, you know, small branches and stuff like this. They started small, you know, and then they, they ramped it up, you know, taking chairs to the head, you know, mankind style, mankind in the rock. I quit match epic. Anyways, <laughs> You know, so what's happening is every time, so what they were doing is they were introducing micro fractures to their bone. And when the bone experiences these tiny micro fractures, they heal harder than they were originally. So they do this time and again. Wait, how's that song go? time after time you know <laughs> they're doing it over and over and over again this is the reason why should i should i give you my secrets you know i do uh i've been doing knuckle push-ups for like you know probably half my life i didn't know at first that they you know that this was something that helped but man you know you do you do these as much as you can on hard surfaces you know there is something to hitting things that are hard within reason of what you can do so that you are creating some type of damage to the bone allowing it to build back up that that's that works it's not some bullshit and that i just gave you the reason why so anyways you want a diverse ecosystem you want a diverse set of microbes inside of you. How do you get that? I've heard from the Dr. Will Bolstowich. I've heard him on Tom Bilyeu's uh, Impact Theory or Health Impact or Health Theory. Tom Bilyeu's show. Good show. Will Bolstowich is probably a lots, of, lots of other different places, but he was talking about gut health. He was saying you want to aim for, I believe it's 30. I want to say 33, but then I feel like is 33 just a number I'm thinking because of the Illuminati? We don't want to say <laughs> because of Freemasons, you know? No, I don't know. It might, it's 30, 33, something like that. You want to aim for that many different plants on a weekly basis. And your blue corn chips don't count. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Those uh, snap peas that you're eating, the inner snap peas that you're eating, that doesn't count. We mean real, real, not, it doesn't have to be raw. You know, you, you cook it, whatever, whatever, you know what I mean? I wouldn't boil. I don't think people boil their vegetables anymore. I hope not. You see all that shit in the water? Why are you boiling your vegetables? Just steam them. A light steam, you know, a light steam is okay. You know, don't boil them. You see all that stuff in the water? That's that's all your nutrients. Way to go. 30, 33 different plants. An easy way to get this is a smoothie. You buy some frozen fruit. You go and you get yourself uh, bunches of different greens. You throw your flax seeds or your hemp seeds. You get your... Maybe you throw a little cinnamon. Maybe you throw a little clove. Maybe you got some moringa powder. Maybe you got some spirulina. Maybe you got some chlorella, some kelp powder. You could you could get like a dozen, and you could have one of these every day. Watch how amazing you feel when you start incorporating some type of green smoothie with frozen fruit. You throw in some of these uh, some of these seeds, so that you get your healthy fatty acids. Because that's another fucked up thing about the standard American diet. Too heavy in omega-6s. Way too heavy. Not enough omega-3s. It's not that you don't want omega-6s. 
It's just that you have too many in comparison to your omega-3s, which is creating inflammation, which is creating PMS. You know, PMS may be common. Again, not normal. You don't need to go through those symptoms. Check out my, uh, check out my Instagram. You're going to have to scroll. <laughs> but, or, you know, check out Lisa Bilyeu. I forget what the woman's name is right now, too. I feel bad. But she had a woman, this is Tom Billy's wife, she had a woman on talking about uh, women's health, talking about PMS and periods and these things and talking about how it's actually one of the reasons for that is the imbalance in the omega-6s and omega-3s. We are eating too much crappy food and then that leads to at this point of that month for women all these fucking huge mood swings and fucking, you know. And again, you don't want to fucking just write it off as, oh, it's just normal. We just go through it. I can just rage. You don't want to do that. Take the power back. We should be living the, hor the neurotransmitter of anandamide. We should be living that. We should be feeling that. That's We should feel good. We should feel empowered. We should feel excited about the time we're living in. We shouldn't be afraid of, of all the technologies. We shouldn't be... Of, of course. Of course. There are people out there that don't care for your health. There are people out there that are trying to capitalize off of your sicknesses. That are putting things into the environment. That are weakening us. That are weakening the soil that are weakening the bees, that are weakening all the good little insects that help create the foods that are necessary to build us up. There's a lot of things that we could be ungrateful for and angry about. I'm asking you to look at the positive because your body is going to reflect the emotions that you are expressing. The not just expressing physically, but the thoughts that you're having in your mind. Who's ever had a sleepless night? And because they couldn't stop thinking about, you know, their kids, their parents, their boss, that person that, that uh, you know, the Karen at the store, uh, you know, the virus that shall not be named, you know, all these things, right? They literally, right? I mean, you know, if they, they can keep you up, right? They literally keep you up at night. They keep you tossing and turning that mental turmoil, right? It's fucked up. So we're bringing it back to parasites here, kind of. I know I'm only on Candida. I'm not even, I'm not... And, and the purpose of this isn't to necessarily give you all the names of all the different types of uh, parasites because there's tons of them. Uh, the candida overgrowth. Now, there's a candida overgrowth home test you can do too. It's easy. Look it up. It just involves like a, a glass of water in the, in the sunrise when you first wake up. Don't eat anything. Don't brush your teeth. Work up a little spit, not mucus. Spit. Spit into it. Watch what your spit does. If it grows a bunch of legs, if there's a bunch of debris, if it falls to the bottom, it looks all nasty. If it doesn't just dissolve or sit on the top, you have candida overgrowth. There's a lot of false positives to this, so it's not like exactly accurate, perfect. There's questionnaires that can help you. There are uh, actual tests if you want to see somebody. But again, with the things that I mentioned... If you have any of those things going on, any of those autoimmune diseases, bloating, constipation, chronic fatigue, fungal infections, eczema, psoriasis, if you have any of this shit, muscle aches, you know the muscle aches, you know what's crazy, parasites, you know what they'll do? They go in between your joints and you have these fucking muscle aches and these pains because they're shitting and yeah, metabolic waste. Their metabolic waste, their poop, is collecting in between your fucking joints and creating inflammation. 
and that's making it hard on your body. Isn't that fucking gross? It's the same thing they're doing on the surface layers of your skin, too. It's not that they're just there. They're fucking shitting all over the place, and you're itching because of that. It's crazy. This is crazy. Call me crazy. What's that song? <laughs> you know, you know how it goes. It's like, this is crazy. We just met. <laughs> I don't know that fucking song. Anyways. All right, let's kind of switch gears a little from. So, okay, well, how, what do you do, right? Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe we don't switch gears. What do you do about like even just candida overgrowth, right? Well, you can't just and maybe people out there know people that have tried this and of course willpower can get you through this but physiologically physically if you're eating a heavy standard american diet you're not eating vegetables the only vegetables you're eating is maybe one or two bites that comes in that little frozen pizza oh my bad a frozen uh you know swanson's swanson's still around i don't even know what is the frozen foods marie calendars you know what i mean or pizza, you think, oh yeah, I'm eating tomatoes because of tomato sauce and pizza. No, you know, if that's what you're thinking, and now you're going to go, oh my goodness, like, you know, I'm going to go full-blown vegan or vegetarian or whatever. The microbes that live on broccoli, on carrots, on onions, on beans, if you're not eating them right now, as you start to eat them, it's going to be tough because... They don't, the, the guys that need to digest those foods, they're not inside your gut right now. That's what makes that difficult. That's why if you've ever known somebody who's tried to make that drastic change, they, they either couldn't sustain it or they felt like shit during it. And the feeling like shit doesn't mean that, oh, okay, yeah, look, see, going vegan is stupid. Or, oh, yeah, see, vegetarian. Or, oh, yeah, see, you can't. You can't eat all that fruit or see vegetables. They don't, they don't do well with me. We have to understand what's happening. You just don't have the diversity in your gut to handle those foods. Introduce them slowly. As it is though, cut out the other bullshit. That's going to be difficult because literally, like I said in the beginning, you have more connections to your brain from your gut than your spinal cord. These fuckers inside of us, they're not all fuckers, but you know, these, these single-celled organisms, they are telling your brain, oh, we want this. Go get this food. We want this food. They want those sugars. Single-celled organisms inside of our bodies, inside of our gut, turn over a new generation every 20 minutes. They replicate every 20 minutes. That's how fast they can grow and proliferate and why, like, if you, you know, all week maybe you're not, you're, you're, you feel like you're eating good and then you have that, that, that slice of, of uh, you know, that whatever it is you think you wanted, you know, whatever this sweet is, and maybe then too, maybe you, you overdid it because you feel like it's a cheat day. You ever had a cheat day and then it's hard the next day? You still want some of that cheat food? You actually want that cheat food more than you wanted it on your cheat day? Physically? Not mentally because the foods we eat and why we eat them, again, there is also a mental component. Are you stressed? Are they comfort foods? What does it represent to you? Are you trying to calm yourself with this food? Because that's the only way you know how. That's a real thing. That shit is real. And, you, and, and there's that psychological aspect. <sighs> there's that psychological aspect to like all facets of our life. The, what, what we eat, why we're not going for that promotion, why we stick with the soul-sucking job, why we're not trying to write the novel we wanted to write. Why we're not having that talk with our, our children. Whatever the fuck it is. There's a psychological aspect to all these things. And there's the physical aspect. Mind, body, one and the same. Didn't you see last week's? Didn't you see? If you saw last week's podcast, you're freaking me out. 
<laughs> what, you're in here? Are you here? Should I be scared? No, but if you heard last week's podcast, Spontaneous Healing. If you heard that, you'll understand what I'm talking about here. If you've seen these gut videos I've made on YouTube, and again, even if you have, watch it again. Again, our conscious mind, we're only acting out of 5% of the time. If everything we wanted to do consciously happened, do you think we'd have the world we have? You think people that, you know, what like depression, so with what I'm saying about how, and all we focus on is candida and how, you know, how candida has these effects on our mood. I hope we're recognizing that depression isn't just like a thing that people are just, you know, they're just, oh, you're just having stupid thoughts. Oh, anxiety, you just have stupid thoughts. I didn't even get into this, and this was a fucking trip to me. But extroversion, they don't know how this happens. This is what I saw too. They don't know why. But extroversion and introversion are related to what kind of uh, gut bacteria you have. They don't know how it happens. But the more lactococcus and aciliospira bacteria tend to correspond with more extroverted individuals who have more. F All right, I don't know what happened. We're back though. Well, I know what happened. The mic got disconnected, or that's what it told me. And my boy's gonna be so mad because I'm not using his cool, uh, his cool podcasting equipment, which is cool. It does sound better, I believe, but I'm not that good at using it still. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. Don't, don't, don't hate me. Uh, <laughs> I really wanted to get this talking because I just had this, or you know, I want to get this podcast in because all this stuff is fresh, so fresh and so clean, clean. That's gonna be a podcast coming up too, not the uh, Outcast song, but like we have at the Wong household here, uh, we have freshness violations, and it's gonna be a cool podcast. Anyways, uh, so this is crazy though, right? You ever, you know, about the extroversion and introversion? I, I was like, what? When I heard that, I was like, hold up. I got to look this up. And, and again, I can't, they don't know why this is happening, but there is a, there is a uh, correlation between people that are more outgoing. People, you know, and it's crazy too. You know, what's the saying, you know, about those people that are outgoing, right? They got guts, right? That's kind of crazy. Anyways. Because literally, and what's crazy too is I, you know, I was talking about this with my wife. I was like, you know, it's weird that people like solidify themselves as being extroverted or introverted. Cause I've often thought personally, just myself, I've thought, you know, there's times where I'm extroverted and there's times I felt like I've been introverted. But now when I think about it, I've had yo-yoing in my own diet. I myself have had uh, a sweet tooth that has been out. You know, when I talk about this cheat day, I knew it in myself because I knew that like, oh man, you know, I'd eat, I'd eat real solid. And then I'd have this day, I'd get these shitty foods and I'd overeat that shitty food. Right. So I'm like, oh, cool. I'm gonna get the, oh, this is my day. Now I'm going to eat this food. Like I'm going to feel real good about eating this food. Right. And it tastes great. Right. You know, the, the sweet tastes really good, you know, but then I'd have too much of it. And then it's like, oh man, now I want more sweets. Like, like it, 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 you know, it fed those bacteria and they were like, whoa, give me more. That's what they wanted. They wanted more of it. And then they, they played with my emotions and they played with my physically, like I would physiologically feel like, oh man, I want this. I'm drawn to it. Where when you start cutting them out and then armed with the knowledge of how they make you feel, why it is that maybe you thought you wanted to eat them and instead going, you know what, like there's other better choices I can make. You know, on our talk, the, the half white, half on philosophical popsicle hour, I was even, you know, she didn't know I was going to ask her this question. She was talking to me about 
this place she she frequents that uh called the ecology center that they get uh she gets her fruits and her produce from and they get it from a farm a local farm similar to the santa clara fruit and produce spot that i go to they get all of their their stuff locally from local bay area farms i believe two of them that food those uh fruit oh my god they're so much sweeter one if you're getting fruit as it is at food the unsafe way unluckies those big box stores you're paying too much and it's gonna taste like shit i mean it doesn't taste like shit but it doesn't taste great and you're wondering like damn what am i paying like five bucks for like this small thing of berries they're not even all that good you know well they traveled very very far to get there during that travel process nutrients are lost they're picking them early so that they could get more rather than picking them optimally so that they taste best and their varieties that are meant to last long on the shelf rather than be nutritious for you because in today's world they just want things that last long because you know in those stores that's more there as an afterthought they want you to enter into the middle they want you getting all that shit in the middle they want you getting all those frozen foods and all those cookies and the crackers and all the sugar and the cereals the cereals my god i can't believe we think these things are okay for children and the way they're marketed to children this should be fucking this should be criminal that shit's not okay think about these things that i'm telling you these are problems for adults but we're making these and granted think about it why are we making these decisions because we grew up with a lot of these foods ourselves, right? I grew up on Hot Pockets and Totino's and uh, Mountain Dew and Crunch Bars and Reese's and Ritz Crackers. Oh, Ritz Crackers. <laughs> you know, I grew up on all this junk. Gushers, remember Gushers? <laughs> Gushers. Fruit Roll-Ups. A fruit roll-up? There's nothing fruit in there. You know? Kool-Aid? Holy shit. Kool-Aid, bro. You know what's crazy? You know what? I remember, too, when I found out how much sugar you were supposed to put in Kool-Aid and how much sugar I was putting in Kool-Aid. I was like, well, I can't. I remember seeing the packet one day and reading it and, like, they only want how much sugar in there? Like, crazy. I remember eating strawberries and putting sugar on them. I remember eating that cereal. What is that? Crispix? You put sugar on it. It's like, what the fuck, man? Like, I just put sugar on my foods as if like, oh, yeah, it's fine. That's how we grew up. Luckily today, the knowledge is out there. The science is out there. The research is out there. Don't do that. You don't, do, you don't need to do it no more. No more bad health. No more of the no more normalizing all of the health issues you have as just oh that's just me it's just I'm old oh yeah I can't do this anymore I can't do that anymore you haven't listened to <laughs> I know I'm always doing this but I'm talking you know I've I, these are really good topics I've covered. Here at the Water Podcast, where conversation flows, illusions crash. My podcast on, you know, my injuries and why I rock on. I've had a lot of shit go on to me physically. And physically, I'm telling you, mentally, spiritually, I'm as strong as I've ever been. And I'm only getting stronger. And I'm entering my 38th year of life. I am not a professional athlete right now. I've never made money. For getting into a cage or a ring to attack another man with my fists and my shins and my elbows and my knees 
to grab him and try to choke. Okay, yeah, you get the picture. <laughs> but mark my words, I will be fighting professionally. I have no doubt about it. No doubts in my mind. I know what I can do. It was always, I was just, you know, maybe we need to have a whole talk about self-sabotage. Maybe we need to have a whole talk about uh, all the little mental games, the spells that we fucking put on ourselves and the limiting ways in which we believe our lives should be led because I know it. And as I accomplish these things, as I do what I'm telling you I'm going to do, then what then you'll believe me that's fine this journey this path i'm telling you i'm taking that which is less traveled because going up the mountain is difficult the path is fraught with predators you may take the wrong route you may you will get bit by insects the air will get thinner it's going to be hard to breathe sometimes you're going to come at the level of the clouds and the fog it's going to be hard to see where you're going but up 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 when you get up to the top and the view you can see all makes it worth it I'm asking you, come up the mountain with me. I've created a path. That's what this podcast is. I'm, that's what my YouTube channel is, Matt Half White Half Wong. That's what my Instagram is, Matt Half White Half Wong. I'm trying to show you the path that I've taken, what I've learned about the foods that I've eaten, the nutrition that goes into my body, the activities that I do, how and when to sleep, how and when to recover, when to rest, to make sure that we laugh, that we love life, that we show gratitude. Come up the mountain with me. I've made a path. It's not very large. Not many people have taken it yet. But some other have. And every time somebody travels up it, it gets a little wider. It becomes a little more normalized. Let's go up the mountain together, brothers and sisters. I'm going to cap it here. Again, a lot of things we're going to keep talking about. Over a thousand podcasts, how can you not talk about some things over and over again? And again, it's hearing things over and over again. It's by us repopulating not just our gut, but repopulating our mind with powerful beliefs that will help us go up that mountain. Be loved, be loved, everybody. Thank you for being here. Tell somebody about it. Let others know about this podcast. Share the wealth. Share the wealth. Your health is your wealth. Be love. Be loved. Peace.